All right. Well, if you've been paying attention for the last 12 months or so, this guy has been on the absolute rise. It's Malachi Novacell. Malachi, how are you doing, man? I'm doing wonderful. How are you doing, Blake? Doing very, very well. I have so much to ask you, to be completely honest. And uh, we were just talking right before we turned on the cameras. And what better way to talk to you or what a better time to talk to you than right now prior to your first title shot? I do want to ask you, headed into this, I mean, you're 10 fights in. Are you surprised that it kind of took this long almost in a way to get a title shot? Because some regional fighters, I mean, it takes two to three shots or two to three wins and they get that title shot. It's taken a little bit, but I think you've been deserving of one for a while now. Um, I'm a little surprised, but also uh, not too surprised. I just, I like to fight and I'll fight as often as I can. So I'm not too heartbroken about not getting a title shot earlier. Um, you know, it's, it's whatever, man. Fighting's fighting. I just like to fight. I'll fight whenever, wherever. That is kind of the narrative around you. I don't know how much you're aware of it, but from the outside looking in, a lot of people look at Malachi as the anytime, anywhere guy in the, in the state of Utah. I kind of want to ask you, from what I've heard, every time that a fight is approached to you, it's kind of just, it's never really a, there's not a lot of decision making behind it. It's just like, yeah, that sounds great. Let's do it. Is that, is that like true? Is that kind of how you're approached or, or how you approach it? Yeah, pretty much. I mean, Jeremy will come up and ask me, Hey, do you want to fight? And he'll give me, uh, he'll give me the date and I'll just quickly look at my, like, like my calendar and you know, Oh, I don't have work that day. Yeah, let's do it. Or I can get work off. Let's do it. So I got to ask you, like, do you do research on these people before you fight them? Or is it pretty much, you know, I see them and I'm interested and I, and you take that fight. Yeah, pretty much. I just I, I kind of just take the fights, really. I, I don't do a ton of research on them because, you know, everybody's game plan kind of changes person to person. So I, I figure if you're strong in, you know, all areas of the fight, then you'll be pretty well off. So just keeping it pretty level. Ranked in the top five of welterweights and lightweights in the entire West Coast, which is a pretty unbelievable feat, especially at the age of 21. I mean, you've already got a, a ton of experience under your belt headed into this one. I think a lot of people are wondering, is this going to be, do you think the last fight as an amateur? Do you think that you move up to pro or, or do you want to stick around in the amateur ranks? I mean, it's only been three years, but you've been very consistent during that time. No, yeah, I, I would like to go pro and that'd be really cool. Um, but as always, I'd have to talk to Jeremy and, you know, see what his opinions are. Uh, I'm feeling compared to like my first fight, I'm feeling a ton more comfortable in the cage and, you know, finding just a lot easier now than when I first started. And I know it hasn't been forever, but a couple 10 fights in, you definitely get more comfortable with it. You've taken some pretty short notice fights as of recent that's led you to this three fight win streak that you're currently on. Do you think that you would have taken the Tyler Daniel fight, which was on, I believe, less than 10 days? I think it was eight days notice, if I remember correctly. Um, do you think you would have taken that like early on in your in your amateur career a couple of years ago? Um, yeah, I think so. I don't if it was if it was at like 155, I bet for sure 100 percent would have uh, just because, you know, I was a little uh, more, I don't know the word like more nervous, I guess, uh, about fighting when I was younger. Um, because I hadn't gotten any street fights or anything, but I would say, um, I'd be a little bit more nervous taking it so like so quickly with a, with a first sure response, but I probably would have took it either way. Yeah. What 
got you started in fighting in the first place? I mean, you started fighting at 18 years old as soon as you were allowed to by the athletic commission. What got you started in this and how long have you been doing it? So I'd been training since I was uh, about eight. And that was uh, mainly because uh, when I was little, my my dad, you know, joined the army. And once he deployed, I, I didn't have like brothers or anything to rough house with. So my mom was like, you know, let's find you a sport uh, like every every good you know kid should have. And I didn't like most sports like football or anything because you have to, you know, you rely on a team and, you know, it could be you could be good, but your team could kind of suck, you know, just stuff like that. And so uh, we found MMA and I just I ended up loving it from, you know, the start. And so then I started competing in it all the way through, you know, uh, end years of elementary, junior high, high school and just kind of stuck with it. You mentioned that your dad was in the military. Did you move around a lot when you were a younger kid? No, no, he's in the National Guard. So we we stayed here, but he he goes travels off all the time. So that being said, where did you kind of grow up training as a kid? I I, I yeah. don't assume you were at Jeremy's the entire time, right? I was at Jeremy's the entire time. Yeah. Wow. So you so you've been with him for what thirteen years? Yeah, the that's, whole time. That's unbelievable. What is that relationship like with with Jeremy Horn because of that? It's, it's pretty nice because, I mean, it's like any other relationship. You know, the longer you're hanging out or being around somebody, uh, the more comfortable you get with them, uh, the more honest you can be with each other. So, like, after during fights even, I've had, you know, times where if it's a horrible round on my part, Jeremy, you know, comes up to me and he tells me, like, hey, man, that wasn't your round. Like, you need to do better. And it, it makes it a lot easier because there's that honesty. You're not sugarcoating anything. It's it's really nice. I personally like it. It's it's awesome. Him and Craig, they're always in my corners. I've been around them since I was little. They both know what I'm good at, what I'm not good at. So they always know where to pinpoint everything. Yeah, that actually brings up a kind of interesting point. I think every fighter is different. Some fighters like, and I mean, I think sometimes corners are so protective of their fighters that they don't even realize or they might be biased. You know, sometimes we have those mic'd up moments when you're watching the UFC and they'll say, hey, you won that round. It's like, there's not a chance you won that round. You know what I mean? And having, yeah. some, or for you, how nice is it to have someone who, you know, isn't afraid to sugarcoat it? No, I like it not being sugarcoated. I think that's just kind of the way, uh, kind of the way that I've just grown up uh, doing stuff, everything. I mean, I work on uh, like engines a lot and doing other, you know, just other little hobbies here and there and anytime I do it like with my dad or any, any one of my friends like it's always it, it's easier to be straightforward with what you're saying like if you say like if you take a really roundabout way of saying hey this is broken then you're gonna be kind of confused you know I don't know if that's making sense but no it, it, abs it absolutely does straightforward is a lot is a lot easier to understand I think so I do have to ask you, you might not know this, but but I'm completely on this tangent. I didn't realize that you've been with that same gym your entire life. That's unbelievable. Are you one, are you like the longest tenured athlete out of that gym? Um, I I'm I wouldn't say so. There's some people that go there, they've definitely there's older fighters from there that they don't fight anymore. Um, but they definitely, you know, still go in and train like Craig. He he was fighting before I he was fighting when I was, you know, little and, and training. So uh, I'd imagine he's been going there longer. Uh, I know Mitch Brooks, he's been doing jujitsu uh, probably longer than me, honestly. He says we're, we're pretty equal, but I, I tell him all the time, like, no, man, like 
you definitely you're definitely beating me so there's there's definitely a couple more people that are longer than me you've kind of been exposed to this sport for a lot longer than a lot of these people that you're making that walk do you attribute your success to just being in the sport longer uh yeah i would say uh yeah for the most part i mean that you growing up we could we'd be you know the team would be like hey there's a competition on you know whatever day uh we got x amount of people competing uh, it'd be cooler if we could get even more people coming out and, and competing. And it was just jujitsu tournaments, but you know, stuff like that, it really, it gets the team building, um, you know, team building going and, and you get more comfortable competing and doing stuff. So I think it definitely helps. Yeah. And did you ever think to yourself when you were doing these jujitsu tournaments as a young kid, like, did you ever think like, I do want to take a fight someday. I do want to, you know, make that walk, whether it was showdown back in the day or a steel fish show was, did you ever think that you would be making that walk for a similar promotion? Yeah, I, I would, uh, me and my dad, so we'd go do a lot of tournaments and sometimes even out of state ones. And I just remember like, you know, if you'd be winning it and you'd be like, wow, this is really fun. But like the moment you lose, like your mind goes to uh, like, man, if I could have punched him though, that would have been a different story. And uh, I wrestled in high school too. And so, that was the same mentality is like, if you ever lost, it was always, well, you know, I could have, I could have punched you. So kind of on the same track as, as being at that gym, there's a lot of pros there. There's a lot of, you know, high quality names. Sean O'Connell is there. Obviously Jeremy Horn is there, you know, some, some really highly respected names worldwide. Are they in your ear to go pro and and were they kind of the ones that kind of led you to that decision or have you been on this plan for a while have they been saying hey you're ready to go um not not so much i mean there's obviously like in training and stuff like when we're going live you know everyone's saying like oh dude you're feeling really strong you know here and here they're telling me like you know what i'm doing good at uh all i ever really get asked is hey man are you fighting this weekend because that's like the big question. You know, everyone always asks me that. And I'm like, oh, no, sadly, no, in two weeks or or whatever. Right. Um, but no, being pro, it just it, it's just one of those things that, you know, it it'd be a lot of fun. I like to fight. Um, I don't want to stay amateur forever. So going pro would be really cool. I'd like that. You know, you mentioned saying like, oh, you know, sadly, I'm not fighting this week. And I think a lot of fighters do share that sentiment of like, they like to be in the fight, but then you also hear the other side of the coin of like, you know, one of the notable names is like a GSP who's been on the record many times saying like, I don't like going out there fighting. I'm good at it. And you know, it's how I make a living, but I don't enjoy it for you is fighting. Like is fighting fun or do you get like a crippling anxiety of any extent when you're in the back? Like, what is that like for you personally? Yeah, no, I, I find it just a lot of fun, you know, win or lose. It's, I mean, it's, it's a, it's a fun sport. I grew I grew up doing all the time. I like to rough house. I like to, you know, play rough with everybody. So uh, I just find it fun. Uh, when I'm in the back, I'm not really too nervous. I, I pop in some air, AirPods and, you know, just listen to music, just hang out. I've been told I'm, I'm like way too calm backstage for, for anybody. So uh, I've been working on that, trying, you know, to stay like more energized and amped up, but you know, it's just my nature. I'm just, I'm just really calm. No, I absolutely love that. And I, I that's kind of what I've heard from people is like, he's the calmest guy in the back. I mean, coaches are more worried than him before he makes that walk. On top of that, uh, I kind of wanted to ask, I've called three of your fights, Jose Mendez, Malachi Novosel, and then your last one against Tyler Daniel. Uh, one that really sticks out for me 
was that fight with Ricky Mamone. It was odd circumstances, to say the least. Someone with nine fights under his belt, or, or eight fights going into that fight under your belt, versus a kid who was making his debut, but not really making his debut, considering his background um, back in his, his home state of Hawaii. How did you approach that fight? Because Jason Laporte always says on our broadcast, you know, Ricky Mamone stepped in on a few days' notice, but you also got a new opponent on a few days' notice. What was it like going in there and also going in against someone who you knew didn't have the official record like you did? Like how, what was that all like kind of dealing with that? Because it was kind of an odd scenario. Right. Yeah. No, I, it was a bit odd, but um, you know, like, like I said earlier, I mean, it's, it's a fight, you know, at the end of the day, you're going to get hit. You're going to be hitting them ideally. Um, So you know, I, I don't really look too much into it. Like if anyone, if anyone steps in on a couple of days notice, you know, I tip my hat to them. I, I, it's just a sport to me. So, you know, I, there's always that level of respect I have for everybody just cause you know, it's, I like seeing it. I like showing it. Um, but yeah, I mean, it, it, he was definitely a tough kid, but it was, I, I like fighting. I'll fight anybody. <laughs> I, I do have to ask you, and this is, this is your podcast and, and I really do want to, you know, build you up. I do have to ask because I'm just so curious. Like there was one punch that he did land that was like, oh my gosh, that probably would have slept 99% of people. He he landed it pretty cleanly. What did that feel like? And was that one of the hardest you've ever been hit? Uh, I'd say definitely probably one of the hardest I've ever been hit. Uh, you know, the kid can throw. Uh, he was, he was, he threw out some, some heavy punches and I, did, I definitely didn't like it, but it's a fight, you know, you gotta, you gotta just, take the punches and move on. Um, but yeah, no, I, I took my hat to him. He was, that was, that was a, he threw some strong punches. I'm sorry. I'm staying on this topic. It really was just a fascinating matchup between you two, considering everything that was going into it. Were you surprised by it? And I think Jason kind of asked you this after the fight, but now that the dust has settled, were you surprised by like, Oh my gosh, like this kid can box. No, I, I, Jeremy had told me like uh, a couple, like a day or two before he was like, Hey, this, this kid does a lot of like kickboxing. So, you know, if you feel com if you feel confident, you know, stand up, if you don't feel like you're landing any of the strikes, take him down, you know? Um, so I knew he was going to be a bo like a boxer, kickboxer, stand up guy. Um, but yeah, I didn't think he'd hit that hard, uh, especially, you know, being 18, I was, I thought I hit hard, but I, I hadn't been really hit before too hard in a fight. So, uh, yeah, it just, it kind of shocked me, honestly, but. Speaking about these 10 fighters who you have fought as you've made that walk over the last three years, as you head into this title fight, you faced some really, really tough fighters over the course of the last couple of years. Who would you say was the most difficult person you ever had to make that walk against? Um, oh, that's a, that's a tough question, man. I didn't come ready for that. Um, I'd have to say. Obviously, it'd have to be one of my losses. I'd say probably uh, maybe either William or Jose. They both, you know, they were both really tough. And uh, both of those went the distance. And, you know, you know, it's over. I lost. But I think they were both they were both really tough people to fight. Uh, Will definitely had me beat standing up. Uh, that was a that was a long fight that, you know, I – I was surprised I didn't get more banged up than I did. I, I took a ton of punches in that fight. Um, and then the Jose fight, I tried to take him to the ground, but it didn't work out too well. So, I mean, he, he was tough there. Will was tough standing up. I mean, I'd say both of them, honestly. 
How difficult is it, if at all, to be fighting for as long as you have, been in a gym for as long as you had, and still finding ways to level up and get better? Because I feel like you are getting better with every single walk. No, yeah, hundred percent. I think it's uh, it's super helpful. I mean, you know, every time I've lost, I've I've came back and you know, I know, I see, you know, what I, what I need to work on, what I could have improved, what I, uh, what I could have done better basically. And so, uh, losses help everybody, I think in any sport, uh, you know, you don't become, uh, in certain, in very rare cases you can, but you don't become, you know, really good or, you know, better than your old self without, you know, losing a couple of times, you've got to find where your weak spots are. So I think it's, it's very helpful all the time. What would you say, and this is the last question from me actually, is what would you say has been the most rewarding part of these first three years as an amateur, as it looks like it is kind of the end of an era almost? Yeah, yeah. I would say the most rewarding thing is like, uh, I'm a sucker for like water and like swimming. Uh, you know, I don't get to do it a whole ton, especially like in Utah, it's always cold. You don't get to go to lakes. When you do, it's hot, you know? But I love like going after like even winning or winning or losing. I just love going to a to a pool and just diving in. It's there's no better feeling than that. Like the same night of the fight, you know, a couple of bruises, a couple of scratches, they'll they'll kind of sting, but nothing beats that, you know, just that first dive in the really cold water. I love it. I'm, it's a good feeling. That's interesting. Wait, where do you go? Do you go to like a gym? Do you like jump out in a in a dark lake? Like where do you go? No, a lot of times I'll just, uh, we'll, we'll talk, I'll have my mom help me out with this, but we'll, we'll call hotels, and, you know, just ask them like, Hey, can we go swimming in your pool? And it's worked out a couple of times. But one time that I remember was like in price, we, uh, got a ton of McDonald's and, uh, just a bunch of food shakes, all sorts of just, you know, just splurging. And, and we dove in the water and just were, we were having fun in that pool. So stuff like that, just little, little wins. Oh man, I said that was going to be my last question, but I, I would be remiss if I didn't mention this. Uh, when you were weighing in against, I believe it was, you had so many quick fights back to back. It was Tyler Daniel uh, and your mom was standing next to me and she was just cracking me up how much of a huge fan she is of you. And and your whole family erupts every time that something good happens for you in that cage. I just got to ask you, last question for me, how meaningful is it to have the strong support of the Novacell family behind you? No, it's, it's, it's very, I love it. You know, it, it helps me out a ton. Um, you know, they help me through like before the fights, after the fights, they, they do everything with me. Them, I got my two friends, Jonathan and Scotty. They basically live with me. I mean, those two, those two are my best friends, but they're like brothers to me now. So having that support system, it, it helps me a ton, you know, realize like why I'm doing this, you know, why I like doing it as I'm, you know, getting ready for fights, going on runs, you know, doing extra work. I like, sometimes I'll have family members that are like, Hey, you know, let me come with. And so like stuff like that helps. It's, it's, it almost feels like something out of a movie. Well, without a doubt, one of the most exciting fighters on the entire West coast, he gets to the chance to win his first belt as an amateur in just a couple of weeks at the Maverick center, Malachi Novacell. Thank you so much for the time, man. Awesome. Thank you, Blake.